Hello, and welcome back to the Grow Up and Have Fun podcast. Before we begin, I need to address that I realize how long and how boring the previous episode was, but I will still leave it there because I want to go back to my to how bad the first episode was. Anyways, it was just the first episode. It wasn't really that serious and all of the stuff I said there. Even though there are, they are important, they're not... I'm pretty sure I will repeat them sometime, like, every now and then, like, the tips from there, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> if you're um, listening for, like, a re-listen or whatever, then, uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Literally, I apologize for that. But um, anyways, yes, I'm going to be making a few adjustments to this podcast because, number one, I am going to try to aim to make it as short as possible. Um, before I kind of thought that like, um, making it longer than thirty minutes is like ideal, but then I realized, oh, I much prefer ten to twenty minute podcasts over hour long ones. It's just that I was so used to listening to hour long podcasts that I thought that, that was a standard. But anyways, I'm different now, I'm different from last week. Yes, that is how far I've grown. I think. <laughs> anyways, okay, so um. Yeah, let's just get into this because I do not want to waste your time and hopefully I'm going to be as I'm going to be more like chill in this episode because I will not have a disgustingly long and overly detailed script that I know that I will still deviate from. So instead, I will I literally just have a few bullet points here and I think even this is a bit too long, but whatever, we'll see. You know, I'm improving. I will improve over time. <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, hi, this episode, which will actually be, like, you know, pertinent to you guys, as students, and maybe anyone who is in the workforce, um, this episode is going to be about hobbies, projects, or academics, work, extracurriculars, all that good stuff, and time management, so, yes, oh, I have a tag here, um, I'll just say it, because whatever, (laughs) I like it, um, you're more than just a singular task. You're not a machine, and you only have 24 hours in a day. So, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know why I should... Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just gonna start. And a few things to note before like I'll get into this is... Number one, you're not a machine. Um, having a singular thing to do, like... If you just focus on one kind of activity, I swear, you're not going to be any different from, like, a 16-bit computer or something like that with, like, one line of code programmed to do just, like, the exact same thing over and over again or, like, one specific type of activity. Because I I honestly believe that if you have, like, different kinds of activities that you're doing in a day or in a week, then you become more um, human in the sense because, like, all of these activities are kind of what are driving you to live every day. So, yes, that is also one thing. I'm spreading my BS philosophy right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm... Ah, oh my god. Whatever. Um, yeah, so basically, I'm just preaching to all of you that activity is life and that we need to be doing something or anything to pass the time before our inevitable deaths into the void of nothing. Yes, okay, so... If, you know, you're someone who believes that, like, oh, you don't have to do anything um, 
I, I don't know what they're called. I'm not sure if they're called if not if they're nihilists nihilists or like maybe the appropriate word is like doomer, but I'm not sure about that. Um you know, whole philosophy or whatever. But yeah, basically my stance on this is that activity is what keeps us moving. It it is what keeps us living and it's something that we either look forward to or like know that we have to do and because we know that we have to do something we have to take action for it and through taking action we pass the time we you know live life really because that's what life is in my opinion so yeah this is gonna be my take on it and i hope you have at least somewhat of a similar take on it and my fi- the final thing to note before we get on to the actual thing is don't take it so seriously like all of the things i'm gonna list here are not that serious they're not that deep <laughs> like you can choose not to follow anything at all i mean as long as you're doing something i think that's fine i think that's like you know it proves that you're human unless you know like again what i said about being just one line of code and, like you're repeating one singular unicell task over and over again and that is something i would not agree with like if you had two different tasks there two different tasks then that is good enough okay <laughs> so after that useless ramble um let's now get into the actual thing so there are three um chapters or like sections that i want to how or like have to cover in this episode and the first would be the importance of having various types of activities in your day or week the second section would be about prioritizing those activities in like how you do them and the third is time management because that is something that everyone somehow like always tells you like oh you need you guys need to have like good time management but they never tell you what or like how to do like or to have good time management skills so it's like mm, i don't know like i need specific tips for this and if you're not gonna give it to me you might as well just like not tell me at all because it's useless and i seriously that, that is one thing i i hated about my um freshman year when i literally attended so many talks of about, about like productivity and all that like the teachers and the whatever whoever was speaking at a time i literally have forgotten all of them i'm so sorry not really but whatever um basically all of them are like oh my god you guys need to study smart not study hard you guys need to have like excellent time management skills but like it's like they never even gave us any methods whatsoever for that and it's like i honestly kind of get annoyed because it's like okay you know what if you're not gonna tell us because we already know that like we know we're supposed to study hard. We're supposed to study smart, not study hard. We're supposed to be, like, super efficient with our time. But, like, the thing we want is that we want methods to experiment with. And, I don't know, you're just... It's, like, extra work for on our part when, like, you know... If you have... Because, you know, um, I rem- I'm literally remembering this specific incident where alumni of the program that I'm in gave us this lecture of uh, about like um how to survive college and like you need to have these kinds of skills because it was also difficult for me i literally was so close on just saying like uh, interrupting saying excuse me can you just tell us what you did like specifically i want to know your methods your routines in order to do 
but you're supposedly preaching to us, but you're not giving anything specific. God, I seriously hate people like that. I'm sorry if you're one of those people, but I hate you. And you need to know that if you're going to give tips, don't make them general. Don't make them something I can Google immediately because, oh my God, like the amount of things of useless information that I already know or that I can easily Google, like super general, like, oh my God, um, be efficient with your time, be friendly, like improve your social skills. Like those are things that that's a checklist, not like a tip list. Okay. That's, that's things for me to do. I want you to give me that information because if you're not going to give me that information, then let me use this time instead of listening to your boring ass general useless talk, then I would just rather use this, like, you know, improve on myself because if you're not gonna help me improve myself, then I have to go improve myself as usual because we're all trying to improve ourselves and it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, anyways. Oh my God, it pisses me off so much. Anyways, ah, I keep sidetracking, okay. Ugh, all right. <laughs> Okay, the first section. We're gonna get into this. So, the importance of having various types of activities. Now, I am a firm and like believer of again of having different types of activities because not only to keep like your day fresh and like spicy in a way, like because oh my god, if you think about like the normal nine to five where it's just the same like work and then like. You get tired. It's just like this huge chunk of your day. Because because when you say 9 to 5, it means like like you're working the entire 8 hours. And it's like when you put it side by side next to each other, like that, that big chunk, it literally makes it look so daunting. It makes it look like you barely have enough time. So really, if you try to just like um, kind of spread that out a little bit more, you will see that you actually have a lot of um, excess time to be able to do other things that you actually want to do and, you know, keep your sanity. <laughs> so really, yeah, um, you just, uh, that's going to be in the next section anyways, but like this is just, yeah. So basically, I guess I, I just, I'm telling you that you have enough time. If you really want to do this thing, then you will have time. You will make time for it. I swear to God, like, a concrete example is basically I usually am a type of person who admittedly who's like oh my god I don't have time to do this I don't have time to do that but then oh my god when I have a book or that I'm reading and it's like so good it's so freaking good like dude I swear this is also because like recently there's this book that um it's a light novel really but yeah whatever book um I super got into like it's like oh my god and there was like what a hundred chapters of it that i was reading and it's like i finished that shit in like less than a week with school like i i still had eight hours of school and i literally my breaks like what i what i wasn't doing i was reading like i just because i wanted to do it so bad like, i wanted to know what was gonna happen next i wanted to read the next chapter and i swear like Oh my gosh, that shit was drugs, I swear. Like, if a book if a book is not good for me, it is literally my drugs. Like, I cannot. Like, when I take a break, I read a chapter, and I want to read the next one, but I'm like, oh my god, my break is done, and, like, I need to go to the next section of my work. And, oh my god, I literally felt, I literally feel like a druggie, because it's like, it's like, 
oh my god like i don't want to do this work i want to know what happens next and i swear it has ruined my focus but like yeah <laughs> that's how bad it is but like even with being able to do the work at least to a somewhat decent level like i will admit it kind of i think lowered the quality of my work but anyways just goes to show you that if you if i since i really wanted it i actually made time for it and i finished so many pages of that damn book in less than three days like if i if i'm just reading because like you know i have to read for me i just feel like i need to read something and it's not really like not that level of addiction but it's still good then it takes me longer like but since the book that i was reading was so addicting I forced myself to make time for it. And, like, it just, you know, it's like when, when, you're, when you're self-aware that you can do that, your excuses of saying, like, I don't have time become so hypocritical. Like, oh, my God, it's annoying, but it's the truth, and we all got to embrace the truth. Anyways, yes. So you will make time for it. And this is why various, acti- like, various activities are not, are extremely feasible like when 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 you're like you know when you're thinking of like alumni that have like done it all they're like varsity 4.0 gpa like president of the whatever club and like they also have like an internship and oh they have like this really successful side hobby that they're super good at super well known for like play the guitar or something all of those things are extremely feasible like it just is a culmination of determination, smart usage of time, and effective use of time, and so much more. Like, it's, it's amazing, honestly, how much, how, like, the most efficient ways, when you find out how you can effic- efficiently utilize your time, according to how content and how happy you are, then it really becomes magical it becomes possible to do so many things anyways so yeah Mm, for work specifically i will say that i am a firm believer that you should not monetize your passion like when you start relying on your passion to survive it i feel like it may be detrimental to that passion like it might change fundamentally who you are as a person when you realize that it's under the stress of monetization like when you're forcing for example you know if your passion is like if your passion is um art and instead of just being like a recreational activity you want to make it like your main source of income now the thing is if you're someone who is like who wants to get better at art like who wants to really like be up there with like van gogh or whatever then I feel like you can do that without having to monetize it because when you add monetization to it, you, you kind of like put like a layer of reality that is the dirty part of um, what <laughs> of like human life because really money is just something that allows us to survive in the civilization that we have now. Like it's it's almost like because because when we're the, the reason why um monetizing your passion for me is like toxic is because survival is a necessary instinct for us like when we're threatened like automatically our our brains are just like like it go there's like a switch like adrenaline it's like 
it's like you will do anything to survive, even if it means like you know, possibly, um, affecting your mentality on your passion, and so, that kind of chemical mix up is just not something that I would endorse for, especially if you find like art beautiful and stuff. Going back to my art example, if you find it beautiful and like, it, it helps you, maintain your humanity and like you want to improve on it not. Like to earn millions of dollars or like something like that, but you want to be able to say like, "Hey, I'm on the same level as like Claude Monet." <laughs> like, if 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 that is your goal and you just want it to be like a passion, I honestly implore you not to make it something that you should rely on for survival because the shit we do for survival is completely different and almost animalistic in nature, which is why you know. A lot of shit happens and is done for because of money and because money is survival in this modern era. So yes, that is my stance on that. Now, um, just like that's for work. This this part would be for students for us. So basically, I'm talking about studies, and this is completely different because yes, you probably are here because you are required by society to have a degree. From some arbitrary institution that will certify that you are competent enough to be in the workforce, and unfortunately, that is the reality that most people who are in school face. Because let's be honest, about eighty percent of us don't want to be here, and the only remaining twenty percent actually do because they're like the people who are scientifically inclined or people who really just love knowledge, and I respect that. So the thing we can do now, because you know we're not. We, we can't like start a revolution or anything. I'm not saying that you, but if you want, yeah, if you want, then go ahead. But yeah, for now, as students and as people who are probably not like, you know, we're just doing this for a requirement. Might as well just make the most out of it, out of your time here. It's ten o'clock. Thank you for that. Anyways, so, yeah, my computer, whatever. Um. My advice would be to just make the most out of it. Like this is knowledge that is tailored and paced for you by someone who is a professional. So, if I were you, just like take this. Even if you're in like a class that you don't want to take, or if you seriously hate the subject, then I implore you to just at least use this opportunity to either practice your time management skills or. Practice your learning methods, like to make learning more efficient. Basically, just try to find an opportunity that you can use to make this required, mandatory, boring thing into something that may be useful for you in the future. Now, um, the extracurricular work or extra work. These are activities that I um I want to put in because this is something a lot of people actually don't do, especially in the workforce. Is that when you have like your main career, career, um, it's kind of like having this extra thing to boost that port, like to to have like a portfolio and to boost the credibility of your current work life. So basically, this is not something that it can stand on its own. Like it's completely dependent on the subject and the field of what your work is. So basically, if you're a photographer, then your extra work would probably be like. More side jobs that are not really in the niche that 
so for example, let's say you're a wedding photographer, then your extracurricular work would maybe something that can improve your skills, such as taking more classes on photography or um, try go, getting, going out of your comfort zone and like trying different forms of photography. So if you're a wedding photographer, then maybe you want to do like nature, landscape photography or something. Basically anything that can help improve you in like your actual career path and the work that you do. And I think this is important because one, you can never be too safe or certain with your, or whatever you're doing for like earning a living. And two, it doesn't hurt to boost your portfolio and diversify your skills as well as sharpen them. Because as you know, capitalism makes it so that you must be something like you kind of have to prove yourself almost consistently to get work and to get paid for because you know if there's someone better than you who is like paying who is also asking for the same amount as you then why should i give my money to you you know so basically for students this is obviously participating in orgs which can help you develop more skills than you can actually imagine so you know freshies if you're listening to this then this is really for you like I am also admittedly someone who didn't believe in orgs, but now I'm giving it a second shot this rec week and hoping that this time I can stay dedicated to just at least one org and maybe, you know, spend my time more productively than I am now because I feel like I have too much time on my hands, actually. Funnily enough, even though I feel stressed about school almost 90% of the time, but because I'm I'm aware that I have I'm just not utilizing my time efficiently. So I'm wasting a lot of it on other things that don't really mean anything to me. So I think orgs and just just like putting a lot more activities on your plate can really help you sift through and see just like what what fulfilling thing can you do at this moment, at this exact moment, at this time that can make me happy. So yeah. Okay. So um, the next thing would be passion projects. Now, these are things that are not, I wouldn't consider work. Um, this is also because I had, recently had a class about it. Um, yeah, these aren't considered like work work where, you know, you rely on it for like monetary stuff. But it's like, it's the closest thing that you would be doing if you were living in a perfect world. So perfect world being like, you didn't need to worry about survival and you didn't have to like think about working basically for money and stuff so if you had all of the resources and stuff and like you just like you basically this is how you want to spend your life in just a productive way um the passion project is not leisure leisures and hobbies are different passion projects are something that are that is still that ex- you still need to exert effort and like it's still difficult so um like i said this is kind of something like for example um writing or painting and or like making music like these are things that kind of like oh my god this is so hard to explain but like basically it's something that you can improve upon and it's 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 not really like yeah, you're doing it for enjoyment as well, but it's also because, like, you want to prove something to yourself. You also want to say, like, hey, I'm actually good at this. Like, I can 
I want to be so good at the guitar that I can like play anything by ear near perfect pitch and like you know obviously it takes so much effort time and hours and exertion to become good at the guitar to that level so it's you know it's something to keep us busy and also it's it's like yeah again what you would be doing if you were not worried about survival and whatnot like you'd want to improve on a craft that would still challenge you to grow as a person and this is really important and it's i i honestly believe that everyone should have at least one at least one or two passion projects that they should be working on and working towards because it it is the closest thing to your personality like yes hobbies are good but hobbies are very fleeting and they're usually only momentary whereas passion projects are long term and in order for them to be long term they kind of have to align with who you are as a person which therefore makes it the perfect descriptor of who you are so you know obviously like if you are trying to write like your magnum opus then you identify as a writer if you are trying to like make the next sonata <laughs> to like blow everyone away then you are a musician who wants to who, who kind of like who who would be inclined to that kind of thing anyways oh my god i'm not making sense anyways you get the idea um it i consider it true productivity because this is really what fulfills you meaningfully um transcends who you are as a person because you're not thinking about like paying for your next meal or like whatever this is something that you would be doing if the whole world just didn't matter yes so basically it grounds you to who you are and it reminds you like oh this is the type of person i am and this is the type of person that that like i identify with so that's really important for your identity now the final thing is hobbies or leisure activities and these are pure pleasure activities where this is necessary because the past three activities that I mentioned all are stressful, they are difficult, they strain you, and but you know, strain and like pain is growth. The thing is, you kind of need to combat that with hobbies or things that you can look forward to, like, oh my god, yes, I can play, like, um, I don't want to say any game right now because uh, I'm not a gamer, um, but like, yeah, I have a lot of friends who are gamers though because they're like, oh, okay. So looking forward to like playing this all night with my friends, blah, blah, blah. Or like, I'm so down to be reading my next novel like that. Like, I want to read this so bad. Like, I can now read it because I'm finished and done with all my work. The thing is, you should not be spending majority of your free time on hobbies because it's pure pleasure. And the thing is, it becomes much sweeter when you balance it with more strain. <laughs> so basically... After your work, obviously you're tired and stuff. Um, I implore you to like not spend all of your free time. Like as soon as you get to work, yeah, you can do your hobbies and whatever to like relieve you of some of the stress that you built up throughout the day. But also after the hobbies, maybe you can do something like okay, now that I'm like done watching this movie or like um watering my plants because it calms me down, I can start working on, um my miniature replica replica of like middle earth or something basically that something that gives you like your yeah your passion project so basically yes um 
don't spend all of your time on hobbies because you will feel dead inside. Trust me. Been there, done that. Um, it becomes much sweeter if you have something to counteract that. So, yeah. Okay. Now, moving on to the second... Oh my god, this is so long already. Anyways. Moving on to the second section, which is prioritization. And we all have to acknowledge that every one of us, even the richest, most powerful people and the or the poorest and weakest people on earth all have the same 24 hours in a day. Now, it is important that you realize that a third of that is mandatory sleep. Like, I'm not gonna negotiate with you. Like, if you choose to spend less time or more time on sleep, that is up to you. And But I'm just saying, like, average, on average, a third of that, a third of our day is already gone because it's for sleep. And six to eight hours of that is work. So, you know, obviously, work may be fun for you, but it, it usually... <laughs> It usually isn't. It's usually something that's like, it's like, you know, I can imagine like, for me, like, okay, I shouldn't say that, but uh, I don't want to give myself away. But like, yeah, um, let's say imaginary thing. Um, okay, <laughs> lawyer. So like, you know, you want to be a lawyer, but you know, it's like, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Anyways, <laughs> basically six to eight hours work. And... Anything to keep you fed and society functioning, that's like already gone as well because you need to, it's basically like your survival hours or something. I, I would attribute that because I'm not I'm not mixing it with passion. But in if if in your case you're mixing it with passion, then by all means go for it. Like as long as you just make sure that that your ec that you're like a different work a different type of activity is also earning as equal to that so like um have two of your passions earn like you don't have to, don't just have one passion make it two if you have two passions if you only have one then i highly encourage you not to make that your main source of income if you have two though then yes you can make those two you can monetize those two but make sure that they're equal in importance because at least then you'll still have like some blunts of like oh I need to work on both, and so, um, it kind of like buffers the pressure to earn money, from those two if that makes sense. Anyways, you're just gonna have to experience it by yourself. Um, okay, so with that gone, that leaves you with a remaining six to eight hours. Just let's say eight hours, and that those eight hours need to be divided into self-maintenance activities, um, hobbies, the passion projects or recreation activities, relationship time, and dead time. So I will get to that in a bit. But yes, so work is work. The thing you need to, the thing is like, even if you know, like you can't, like you need to be working for eight hours, the thing that you can change is how much energy you put into it. So if you choose not to exert that much effort into it, then you can use that um, transfer energy elsewhere after the, the day has ended. So like, I'm not saying, you to, I'm not telling you to like slack off on your work, but if it truly is like something that is like, okay, you know what? I can get by doing the, the minimum amount and I'm still satisfied with that. Like I don't need to put 1000% of my effort because I don't need to make that much money or like, 
school is not that important for me as long as I pass then I'm good like, I don't need to get straight A's I can I'm fine with B's then by all means do that um come <laughs> admittedly I'm also kind of doing that because like I previously exerted so much effort into being like an A student but then I realized you know what like a B B plus is fine and so yeah kind of doing that and like ex- um kind of redirecting more of my energy into other things projects like this podcast <laughs> that would make me feel much better about who I am as a person like what I'm doing with my time and spending it meaningfully so okay yeah um also it is perfectly okay to prioritize your passion project up and foremost like if money is no object and like you're completely fine with like how much you're earning or like your current situation like for me as a student if because like you know i don't have to worry about money right now and all i have to worry about is school i'm devoting i think the biggest chunk of my energy into passion projects and also into my hobbies because i realized that <laughs> i really need to recenter my mental health and the best way to do that is to focus on things that remind me of who I am and like solid solidify my identity as a person. So yeah, that is my justification. Also justified by my therapist. So yes, can't say anything about that. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, like the self maintenance activities. I won't tell you to like, oh my god, you need to do this, you need to do that, because your doctor, your parents, everyone who loves you should be telling you and should, they might not even have to remind you because it's like literally, these are things that you need to do for your health and, you know, for your well-being. So I'm not going to tell you to do those things, but that it's, that the, the drive and the need to do such activities must come from your own concern of your well-being. If you don't care about yourself, well, you should really... Well, the thing is, I'm going to tell you, if you don't care about yourself, well, that's the time that you need to start saying, why don't I... Why am I not concerned for myself? You should start thinking that way. But if you think, okay, you know what? I'm not going to prioritize my hygiene. Like, it's not important to me because I want to be doing this. That is whatever. Go ahead. Like, just know that there are consequences for ignoring self-maintenance. Like, literally... I'm thinking of like what activities that you can get away with like if you if you if you're not taking um exercise seriously if you're not eating healthy if you're not washing yourself if you're not taking time to reflect on your mental health if you don't do any of those like there there obviously is going to be a like a backlash to it so I don't know it's going to be up to you personally I try to focus on all of those things and just keep my body at its most optimal state um that's just me though it's up to you completely just i want you to remember that (laughs) there are consequences to not doing these activities so you kind of have to do them the okay the next activities uh, set of activities that we need to focus on are relationship time activities so basically friends and family unfortunately for us introverts we have to spend time with people, even though we don't want to. And it sucks because whenever I think of like, oh, I don't want to spend time with people, I really go back to that memory of like the Harvard study of people of like, you know, the longest study where they follow people throughout their lives. And like, they found out the happiest people were the ones surrounded with like lots of 
friends and family, yeah, okay, because I don't want to be sad, but I also don't want to have to talk to people, but unfortunately, I have to, I have to socialize, I have to check in on my family every now and then, I have to reach out to my friends, um, even, even though I feel like, oh, I don't want to talk to them, because I'm so drained, but like, yes, we have to make friends, and also for extroverts, this is for you, form deeper connections, for introverts, make more new connections, because that's our skill, for introverts, it's easier for us to make deeper connections, but it's hard for us to reach more people. For extroverts, it's harder to form deeper connections, but it's very easy to reach different people. So, you know, we kind of both have our drawbacks. And like, yes, this is... Uh, I also won't be telling you like, oh, you need to focus on your friends and family, on your relationships and stuff, because that is completely personal. It's a personal choice. And if you truly find yourself happier alone and stuff, and like, or like at least you just having like one or two friends is good enough for you or if your situation just um makes you or like forces you to just be in that position then yeah don't feel bad about it and the next thing are the productive productive activities that i told you about um depending on how well you prioritize them so it's either work extracurriculars you generally don't i mean like if you want if you prioritize your extracurriculars more i think it's kind of telling you like i think you need to sh- you need to switch them now so like yeah um your recreation activities your passion projects and your hobbies um just it's really it's really just a battle between your work and your passion project so just pick one of those two neither is the wrong answer and Anything that will make you happy, because it's your life, and you were going to die with yourself, so might as well make yourself happy, you know? Yeah, okay, so, and the final thing, which is a bit new for some people, is dead time. Now, dead, dead, uh, dead time is a concept for, that I created where I find it necessary. Like, out of all the times that I have experimented with productivity, because I am, like, productivity nerd... I found that there is there are these moments where my where my mind or our minds just like shut off like it's like I don't want to think anymore like it's not just like I don't want to feel I don't want to think I just want to like not think about anything and like I I label it dead time because I literally it's it's those times that we're scrolling endlessly and mindlessly like our minds when when I've when like on days where I've exerted my mental efforts so much, where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm ref- like, um, reflecting on my mental health, I'm doing work, and then I'm studying, and then after that, I'm like, doing my passion projects, and then my extracurricular stuff, and like, um, with my relationships and stuff, so it's like, and even in hobbies, like, I'm like, focusing, because, you know, I'm doing stuff, but like, after all of that, there are these moments in between where it's just, like, my brain needs to reset. And, like, I just, like, mindlessly stare, like, um, scroll. Or, like, I mindlessly just, like, want to, want to, like, make myself shut off in thinking. Because I think throughout the day, our brains have just gotten so exhausted to the point, like... And even sleeping. Because, like, the thing is, physically, all you need to do to rest is rest. Like, you need to just not... You just need to take it easy, take a breather, like, do things that are not straining to your body, and that is rest. Sleep also is basically rest. However, the mind is different because 
yes, sleep is a form of rest for the mind, but it's also like kind of not enough because our minds, even, even if we're not doing anything physically taxing, if we're like reading or like um, uh, planting or whatever, we're still using mental energy. So like those moments of dead time are important like so i kind of said i give myself time like maybe an hour like not even doing hobbies anymore because like like that it's also that feeling where like i want to read but i'm so tired of reading it's like like my mind is just so tired so i give myself literally an hour of nothing or just staring like literally i'm not even thinking i'm not exerting any mental effort whatsoever and i found that that for me is more productive than scrolling on social media because Social media, it's still like, yeah, it kind of shuts off your brain, but it's still like, you know, your brain is still like oscillating with like activity. So I don't know. For me, I just find it better if I'm like just on my bed, not doing anything, not thinking anything and like just being basically dead. So yeah, I find that time important for a lot of people. And I think it's a concept that most people need to embrace because sometimes being overly productive and even with your breaks like you don't have to spend your free time like doing hobbies as well it 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 should also there should also be a time where you can just be dead (laughs) oh my god that is so weird but anyways yeah (laughs) okay and the final section how long is this oh my god i'm gonna reach my time i don't know why i talk so much anyways so i will short i will try to I think the next episode is going to be really short anyways because it's about social skills and you all know. Actually, you don't. But, you know, I know that I literally am the worst person to be talking about that. But I want to talk about it anyways because why not? Um, yeah, all right. So the final section is about time management. And yeah, I'm not... I'm actually going to give you tips and activities or activities or like uh, methods that I have personally tried and used and I found that works kind of for me and also tits, um, tidbits of information that I f- feel like you need to know when you're experimenting. So yeah, I'm not going to tell you, be better at time management. No, I'm going to tell you what to do. Here they are. Okay, the first tip and the biggest one that has impacted my life so much is time blocking. Basically, you it's really just setting one or two hours of um, like that period into different activities. So like, for example, oh, I'm going to spend two hours on work and then one hour on hobbies and then another two hours on work. It's basically like that. Like it's literally, I, from, <clears throat> okay, wait, yeah, okay. From, I, I, I usually only time block my work and like my extracurriculars because, I don't want to, like, I found that if I time blocked my hobbies and my passion projects, then it kind of makes it feel like work. <laughs> so I don't want that to happen. So yes, I've resorted to only time blocking my activities that feel like work to me. So basically, right now, orgs and studying, like my academics, basically. Um, everything else, I kind of like have a natural that for it so like oh i've been i've been reading for an hour time to do this or like oh 
okay, um, I need to write now, blah, 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 blah. Or, oh, okay, I'm gonna plan my podcast and stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's that. Um, <clears throat> and really, there is something psychological about it that I feel like it's, it's, like, it's so weird because once you know that there are things to do at this hour, so it's like from 8 to 10, I have to do this. From 12 to 3, I, I have set time for this. And it's like, it kind of, it forces you almost subconsciously to be productive. So like, um, I feel like if you try doing this, it's, it might feel over, feel overwhelming in the beginning, but for me, it definitely got easier over time and now it's just natural. And like, I found that if I didn't time block, I wouldn't be doing anything productive at all. Like, it's like, I, I, I would be so scrambled and stuff. And I've basically been relying on it ever since. Um, yeah, it's basically been one of the biggest things that have changed my life. And it's also the best thing. Like, tracking every hour of my day, or like, at least most of the day, has been so helpful. And like, it just, yeah, it's basically magic. I'm not gonna tell you about how good it is. Just do it, okay? Just try it for yourself. If it doesn't work for you, well, sad. <laughs> okay, next. Um, yeah, blocking work different. Oh, also, and like, um, in tandem with the previous thing, uh, making sure that you can utilize the blocking and like how far apart or how spaced they are. Also, in tandem with like how productive you are at that current moment. So like, I'm someone who is productive in the morning. So I set, um, I set my work my most important work during that time. And then throughout the day, like I, I've also realized that I go into specific mindsets or moods. So like in the afternoon, I feel more lethargic. So it's like, I want to like, okay, you know, I'm gonna set a time of like hobbies here. So like, I'm gonna read at that time so I can relax and stuff. And then like, yeah. And also depending on the activities, like especially work, basically, I found that dividing my work hours eight hours into just two blocks of four hours each in two chunks and then spreading them out super far throughout the day so like basically my first block is in the morning which is like from seven to eleven and then the next block would be from from um oh my god uh, one two three yeah from one to five so basically there's basically there's like a a two-hour break in between and i found that like that has significantly increased my productivity by so much because like four hours is the maximum i can work before i have to recharge and the the two-hour period between that allows me to do just that so basically i'm hitting with my full force instead of like having a long eight-hour one chunk thing because you're gonna be so drained after like nearing the end of the eight hours, so the work you do at that time just is just trash. So like yeah, you kind of also have to take that into account. Not to mention, um, like how you're feeling, like the moods or like what things you can or cannot do. So like for me, like I I can I I literally cannot work anymore, past five p.m. Like that is just my absolute limit. My brain just turns to mush and sogs. Like it's not I'm it's not even funny how I can't do work or like anything school related after those hours because like right now it's currently ten. I I I if I think about doing school right now I'm gonna pass out. So like yeah. <laughs> you need to take that into consideration. It's really just experimentation. This, by the way, these things, they did not come from just, like, Google searching this, watching a few videos and whatever. Like, no. This is, 
I've had to experiment multiple times, taking a break and then experiment again because I just needed to know. Like it, it's not you really can't tell like if it's gonna work for you in just like one week of ch- testing this. Like you need months. You need to like be able to try different scenarios, different subjects, like your moods and stuff. And like it's just so much trial and error. It's not easy at all. And that's it. I'm not gonna console you. It's not easy, but you're gonna have to do it anyways because it will make your life so much easier and efficient and overall better. Um, and now, time and style. You also need to kind of figure out if your time style is kind of like, for example, my time style is I am someone who would rather work for, <clears throat> I would work on one subject for four hours instead of four subjects for one hour each in like my four hour blocks. So I found that I only work, I, I work best when I don't have to shift the, the different types of subjects. So basically I only, work, I only work on two subjects per day and that is like, that, that is it for the week because I have eight subjects. So basically, yeah. And on Friday, I just do whatever is like left for me to do. Like if I still am like lagging behind or like I need to finish this, then I do it then. Um, I just cannot do the one hour thing, like one hour, one subject, then the next hour, different subject. No, I just cannot do that. But if you are someone who does that, you must take that into account when you're time blocking. It's because like, you know, it's gonna, yeah, again, trial and error, like something that will help you maintain your, your, your state of Zen or your flow. Like that's like, you know, the, the focus zone, like the time where you're most in the zone to like produce the best output. All right. Okay, second last tip. Oh my God, stay with me. <laughs> this is kind of, I cannot believe I sir, I, I went to the same um, length as my previous one. Anyways, oh my God, I don't know why I talk too much. Okay. And second to the last thing is fake deadlines. Now, I am actually not a procrastinator. Honestly, like I don't procrastinate. I just, I'm too scared to procrastinate because it's like, Whenever I do procrastinate, it's usually on accident or if it's like, I, I lit- it was literally just like a major block <laughs> in my ability to schedule stuff. But like, yeah, if I'm procrastinating, I panic. And I just cannot, like, that. if I procrastinate, the quality of my output is so shit. Like, it's like, it's so bad. It's so bad that I, I would literally be so ashamed to pass it. So that's why I just cannot procrastinate. And obviously, even okay, even if I don't procrastinate, I still feel like procrastinating if I pass it, like, what? <laughs> two days ahead, like, before. Like, for me, two days is too much. Like, I need to pass it at least, for me, comfortably, five days. Yeah, five days is, like, okay, that's enough. Because, like, you know, if there is something wrong, the teacher can, like, message me and stuff. And tell me like, hey, you need to change this. Like, a oh, five days is enough for that. So like, yeah, that's my comfortable zone. So, what I do is set up fake deadlines. And the thing you need to know is that you need to do things as fast as possible. Like, you need to make shitty drafts first. Like, this is something that I got from a YouTube. I don't remember his name, but he was Asian. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is the only feature I remember about him. But, um, yeah, he. Like, yeah, he's the guy who who kind of pioneered Anime Doro. I don't know. You know, probably know who he is. But, like, yeah, I'm Asian too. So, shut up. Don't get mad. <laughs> um, 
Uh, what's this called? Yeah. Okay, so you just have to do things as fast as possible. Um, the thing is, like, the thing that makes us procrastinate is because we think that it's gonna be, like, super hard and super long. It's just like, oh, we don't want to do that. We have more time later. Let's just do that. You're, you're literally delaying pain. And the thing is, you just need to get it done as fast as possible. Like, you don't need to make it good. When we think of writing a paper, we think, like, oh, we have to write it. We have to write it good. And, like, if we write good on the first instant, it's gonna be so much more painful than just writing a shitty draft. Whereas if you're writing a shitty draft, you're literally like ripping the band-aid off as fast as possible, just writing it out, making it as shit as possible, and then there. Once you have the shitty draft, don't touch it, like procrastinate um for like a little bit more and then after a while you can look at it you can look back at it with fresh eyes and because you have something to work on, it becomes easier to work on it. So it's like, yeah, that goes that apply that, that that lesson applies to everything. And I'm talking about everything, passion projects, hobbies, whatever, orgs. All of that. Shitty draft first, edit later, and then you will have um a decent output. Yeah. Okay, so the final tip is to not schedule too far into the future because don't do that. <laughs> um just don't. Because I remember I there was this specific experience where I planned like my entire month every day for one month like 30 days into the future. It was not good because you know what happened somewhere along like day 6 or something. Yeah. I broke schedule and like the time that you break schedule just compound and it just like messes up everything and it's just like it made me feel so bad and just it made my life so trash like it like i felt like a a mess the entire month because i was like oh my god i was like rearranging stuff i was like no but what about this oh my god that was a yawn so unprofessional not gonna cut that anyways because oh my god i'm not in the stage to edit these yet <laughs> anyways um yeah so basically don't schedule so far into the future because so many things change so many things happen like so many emergencies and like things so unpredictable like you literally never thought like you you can't just schedule a sickness you can't schedule like an emergency with your professor like something happened with your group mates and stuff like those things <laughs> cannot be predicted and so even if you try to schedule like um flexible time which is basically like empty time but you leave for emergencies it's still it's still frustrating because like you you, you kind of either over or underestimate how much time you're actually gonna um uh, you're actually trying to allocate so it's like it's like it's not worth it to be honest like it's just not um there, there, it's just too hot not to mention it takes too much brain power to like schedule like a number of activities 30 days into the future literally thinking about like the 8 a.m of like 28 days later it's like oh my god that's too much so yeah um i highly advise doing it but if you want to try for yourself then by all means go i mean experience is the best teacher and if you find that it works for you amazing that's like pretty good actually but yeah the furthest that i do is just one week i mean two weeks two weeks yeah so one week i plan in detail then i leave like i like make the the next week vague as hell 
but still like you know flexible for me to change whenever i want in the week that i'm in so like yeah okay that is all i cannot believe i spent 55 minutes on this stupid thing but yeah um that's it and i hope you enjoyed oh my god i cannot believe this is longer than my previous episode oh my god my uh, even if my outline is so short like it's so much shorter than my last one it's still so bad oh my god like you know what i'm just gonna i'm literally just gonna write bullet points like 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 three word bullet points and i'm only gonna have like five bullet points next session oh my god (sighs) this is so bad anyways thank you for listening if you made it this far um i really appreciate it if you're listening or if anyone's listening to this honestly because i'm not i haven't advertised it yet as of the moment but i will soon once i become confident enough or once i produce a good enough episode the warrant like people listening in anyways um yeah i hope you enjoy it and i will still see about like a discord or like whatever but i don't know where this will go but this is still the second episode so we'll see after maybe like the fifth episode let's see like what happens then because it'll have been a month so yeah okay bye um remember to grow up learn have fun and uh yeah enjoy life see ya